Good morning. I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. Today, we're talking with Paul Karp. He's the board chair of the Arthritis Foundation, and we're going to talk about what the foundation is, what it does, who it helps. We're going to talk about arthritis, who gets it, how we can help, how we can get help. Lots of things that we can cover. First of all, welcome, Paul. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so let's start with what is the Arthritis Foundation and what do they do? Really simply, they're really just the organization that tries to bring all the solutions and resources out there that people might not know about and connect them with the people in the community. So they're looking for a cure. It's America's number one cause of disability. Number one cause of disability. And we're looking for life-changing resources. What does that mean? Most people just think that when they wake up in the morning with joint pain or stiffness that they just have to live with it uh, it, because it's just maybe part of getting older, Mm -hmm. just, you know, part of their daily routine, but it's not. There's a lot of things people can do and and some people just don't know. So the Arthritis Foundation is trying to bring that to the public and help them understand what their options are out there. And then uh, the science. Yeah. So there's plenty of science out there, plenty of research. You know, there's physicians working on this stuff every day uh, and, and there's all kinds of different treatments and everything out there. And it's just, once again, making that available to the public, uh, you know, in a consumable format. And does the Arthritis Foundation support the science and the research? Oh, absolutely. Yes. All the, all the money that they raise throughout their fundraisers throughout the year helps go towards that as, mm-hmm. you know, as well as other programs as well. The ones that get the information out to the community. Correct. Yes. And the help out to the community. Correct. Okay. So what is arthritis? You talked about waking up and I'm hurting and my joints hurt. What is it and who does it affect? Is it just a part of getting older? No. So arthritis is really, it's really just a general term, really just to uh, describe any type of inflammatory disease. Uh, Most commonly though, when we refer to arthritis, you're going to think of either osteoarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis. Those are the ones that are most prevalent in the community, the ones most people know or have a friend uh, that has or is dealing with. What is the difference in those? What yeah, so that? osteoarthritis is, uh, is, affects the joints. It's, it's pain, stiffness, inflammation in the joints. Rheumatoid arthritis is uh, it's more of an autoimmune disease where the body essentially attacks itself and creates inflammation in the joints. Uh, oh, wow. Really don't have a, a great rhyme or reason as to why, yeah. but it can, and, and it's really one that affects all phases of life from juvenile all the way up to, you know, until end of life. So basically anybody can get it at any age. Absolutely. Okay. The, uh, most people think it's for an older population, but it's not. Uh, literally two-thirds of the people that suffer some arth- from arthritis mm-hmm. are under the age of 65, with around 300,000 children in the United States under the age of 18 that are affected by juvenile arthritis. Is there anything that we can do to prevent it? Currently, no. Uh, we're, n- we're not at that point yet. I, I, I personally believe we'll get to that point one day, but there's absolutely a lot of things we can do to treat it and manage it along the way. Wow. Well, how do we know even if we have it then? Are there warning signs? Are there things that we go, mm, maybe I should go to the doctor? Yeah, definitely. I mean, pain is almost always your guide. Stiffness, uh, discomfort in your joints, uh, muscular strength starts to decline as it progresses. So any of those are definitely signs that you should probably start to consult a physician. Your muscular strength starts to decline. So like because you can't grasp things as strongly or what? Grasp, walk, get out of the car, go up and down stairs. I mean, all those are very common uh, things in everyone's life that become harder. And, And it's a slow onset. It's not something that happens overnight. Mm-hmm. So as it creeps up on you, you don't really think much about it until one day you're like, oh gosh, you know, oh. some of these, some of these things I used to do every day have become a lot harder, more difficult and painful. Yeah. Um, and it's not something you have to d- just deal with as you get older. You can absolutely seek help. Can you treat arthritis? 
Absolutely. There are so many treatments out there currently. Um, and, and, you know, not every treatment's for everybody, but there's so many options to choose from. You know, the number one treatment option out there is really modifying exercise and diet. Really? Oh, absolutely. Great. Yes. And it, they're very simple things that, you know, anyone, anyone and everyone can do has accessibility to, but like everything else in life, you need, you need a, you need some sort of guidance along those paths. Mm-hmm. That can really play a, a huge role in, in uh, decreasing the symptoms associated with arthritis. So you say diet and exercise. Could we not do that ahead of time? Like, what would that look like? Does that mean we need to exercise like we know we should, 30 minutes a day and eat a low-fat diet, that sort of thing? Is it just kind of a general good health Yes, absolutely. It's funny you said the 30 minutes a day. That is, There's some really great stuff out there that just shows that something that simple Thirty minutes of of basic exercise a day is one of the number one things you can do to not not necessarily prevent arthritis, but absolutely prolong its onset and lessen the symptoms associated with it. Dang, I was afraid you were going to say that. No, actually, my uh, doctor told my husband to do that, and and I've been fighting him over it. He's like, ah, and so I'm going to tell him this. This is good. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so if it's untreated, what happens? Yeah, so it's pretty simple. The condition will worsen, the symptoms will progress, and you'll have an increase in pain and decrease in motion that, that, as I said earlier, can lead to weakening of muscles and just further degradation of your joints. Does it actually do damage to your body? Absolutely, yes. So it's the destruction of your joints over time is essentially the end result of the disease that we're trying to avoid and or prolong with treatment along the way. And slow that sucker down. Absolutely. Okay, so what about the Arthritis Foundation? How can they help us do that? You mentioned finding out resources from them. They, uh, they, they do several things throughout the year. Um, there's, and this, all this information can be found on their website, but they do a couple of live. Yes. Rheumatoid arthritis educational programs yearly. They offer some juvenile arthritis, uh, education days a year as well. They have this really cool app online that helps you track the diet and nutrition part that I was telling you about, helps you set goals, interact with other people that are on the app. You know, everything we do these days is app based. Uh, it's called VIM V I M. It's totally free. Anyone can download it, and it's it, it really is a really cool little resource in order to help um, you know manage some of the some of the things along the way with arthritis. So I want to go back just a second because I've seen a lot of ads recently, and it'll say these these five signs may indicate you have a a, a brain wasting disease, or these five signs indicate you have arthritis. They're clickbait, basically. It'll show somebody looking at their thumbnail or measuring their belly fat. Are there signs like that? that you can do to find out if you have arthritis? No, no. Arthritis is much, much simpler than that. Literally, you're going to feel the pain, the inflammation, and the soreness in your joints. Mm -hmm. Uh, You might have stiffness and problem moving. And like I said, most people think that it's just part of either getting older or part of life. It doesn't have to be, at least not to the degree that a lot of people uh, put up with. Oh, right. And by that time, possibly damage has been done. Yes. And, and every day that goes by, more damage is done. It's just this cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and until you intervene and start breaking that cycle, it's just going to continue to worsen. Okay. So now that we know that the Arthritis Foundation can be there to help us at the first moment we're diagnosed with arthritis, we find out what our doctor says. We want to go further. We want to find out what we can do to live a longer pain-free life as much as possible. We get in touch with the Arthritis Foundation, right? They're going to help us. They're going to give us resources. They also have community events that we can get involved with, right? Absolutely. They have several throughout the year, the spring, the fall, the winter. Uh, and most of them are, all, are, are 
intentionally evolved around movement. So we, there's uh, in the spring, the biggest one they have is the Walk to Cure Arthritis. Yes. It's always an outdoor event. It's a, it's a great community. We ha- unfortunately haven't had it the last couple of years, but this year here in 2022 will be the first year that we have a live event again. Yay. Uh, actually, last uh, winter, we just had the Jingle Bell Run. Yeah. Um, once again, another event that involves you know motion and movement. And then in the in the fall, there's a uh, there's a Halloween event as well, um, a little bit more fun than. Wait, than, that's the Bone Bash. That is the Bone ah! Bash, correct? Now, and I'm, that will be back live and in person this year. Yay! I've emceed the Jingle Bell Run numerous times and the Walk to Cure Arthritis, done that. And uh, usually when I'm the MC, like they're all walking and I'm like, well, here we go. Now they're coming back around. So I don't end up walking. I'm gonna get, have to bring my husband and uh, make him walk the course with me. So what do we do to help raise money when we're going to events like that? Or even if we aren't making it to that specific event, how can we help the Arthritis Foundation and their mission? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, getting on their website, you can always donate there. Uh, You can always form a team or find a team, build a team, whatever you can for the the walk and the run in the spring and the uh, the winter. There's always different ways to support the Bone Bash. You know, that's a little bit more of a uh, formal event. Um, fun event, but all those, uh, you know, you're, you're buying a spot in it or you're donating or you're creating a team to really help with that community involvement. And as you said, one in four people in America will have arthritis. Most people, whether you know it or not, you know somebody with arthritis. Oh, right. So my hands have been hurting me and I thought it's probably carpal tunnel or texting too much or things like that, but it could be that I'm developing arthritis. Absolutely. And, and it could be a little bit of both as well. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and, and, the, and the pain and the stiffness comes and goes. It's not always present, especially at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you start feeling those early warning signs. Maybe you think it, maybe you're mm-hmm. maybe not so sure. Uh, early intervention is always the key. Okay, so we'll get things checked out as we should. Are there any final thoughts that you want to make sure that our listeners know about, either about the Arthritis Foundation or about how to get help or just how to get in touch with you guys? The number one thing you can do is just not think it's part of getting older is if you're starting to feel pain and stiffness, you know, and you're not really sure why, seek medical attention. Try and figure out exactly what's going on because if it is arthritis of any sort, then there's absolutely options that you have to intervene early, start treating it, prolong the onset of it, and not have to deal with the, you know, the the, uh, debilitating effects it it can have down the road. I know I've seen people say, well, my my hip hurts all the time, so that's why I don't walk. But it might be that if they were to be treated for their arthritis, they'd be able to still remain mobile. And I think, you know, we've talked about the actual symptoms of arthritis. One of the the underlying things that most people don't realize is the demoralizing effects that it can have. Because if you can't get up, move around, and do the things you want to do in life— then it can have a really negative impact on your psyche, I think, as you were referring to. Mm-hmm. And uh, unless you seek treatment to help with that, you know, the, the underlying pain and the underlying stiffness, then, you know, you can have very detrimental effects outside of just the arthritis itself, just from right. a mental standpoint. Boy, that makes sense. Okay, so how do we get in touch with the Arthritis Foundation? How do we find out what they have to offer or how we can help? Yeah, obviously, you just look on social media for the Arthritis Foundation. Specifically, though, if you want to go to arthritis.org yeah. uh, and, and look for the national chapter or just type in nationalarthritis.org, uh, you'll, you'll be able to get to the local chapter and, and they'll be able to direct you to all the things that we've discussed from the, from the different events to the resources to the app. All that will be right there for you. Arthritis.org. Today, we're talking about arthritis. And we've got a couple of guests. We have Jessica Warpool and Brooklyn Warpool. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having us. Thanks for joining us. Now, 
tell us a little bit, why are you here and why is Brooklyn here? What's going on with you two? So we are here. Brooklyn is the youth honoree for the Arthritis Foundation for the Walk to Cure Arthritis. Right. And Brooklyn was just diagnosed in September of 2021 with juvenile arthritis. Oh, so this is a, a whole new world for all of you. Yes, it's been a very new development for Brooklyn. It might have been going on for a little while, but um, it all came to a head about last July mm-hmm. and August when she started feeling a lot of pain in her shoulder and we couldn't figure out what was the cause. Her pediatrician luckily um, referred us right to a rheumatologist and huh. got us set up at Vanderbilt. So how old was Brooklyn? Eight at the time. And you did you have any idea that kids could get arthritis? Absolutely not. We had no idea what it could be, what the pain could be from, and I never heard of a child having arthritis either. Mm-hmm. And what is the official name? Is it rheumatoid arthritis or arthritis or juvenile arthritis? What is it called? Right now it's called juvenile arthritis. Um, her particular kind is juvenile idiopathic arthritis, which just means that there's no known cause and um, it's not really defined. Wow. This type of arthritis. Not really defined. Um, it just means that there's not more than five joints affected. It's not uh, affecting her skin. There's about 60 different types of arthritis. Mm-hmm. And hers is just kind of in this unknown mm-hmm. category. Do you mind telling the story? Sure. About like what what happened? What did she start experiencing? And Brooklyn, by the way, is sitting here. We have her blessing to tell the story. She's got this beautiful smile on her face. We have her blessing to tell the story. So do you mind telling, uh, so people will understand maybe even what to look for in their own children and not to overlook it. So we were on vacation and she started complaining about shoulder pain and she couldn't even throw a football, which is something she really enjoys doing. We Mm -hmm. took her to an urgent care. There was nothing broken. So it like happened, it came on quickly. It seemed to have come on quickly. Oh, I like that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And we were wondering, did she fall? Something like that. Um, They couldn't find anything wrong with her. So we went to our pediatrician once we got home. And at this point, the pain had moved to her wrist. And so her shoulder no longer hurt. Her wrist did instead. Yes. So this was very confusing for us. We just thought maybe she wants more attention to be seen by more doctors. (laughs) Well, you don't know. Yeah. We just we just really didn't know. And the doctor immediately felt one of her wrists and said, come here, feel this wrist, it's hot. Feel the other wrist, it's not hot. And he said, I think she has arthritis. And I pulled him out into the hallway and I said, can you tell me more about this? Kids, kids, do they even have arthritis? And he said that they do and that he referred us to Vanderbilt Rheumatology where we waited about six weeks to determine if it was reactive arthritis, which can happen um, from different illnesses. Oh, um, something that kind of triggers it? Yes. or mm-hmm. different autoimmune illnesses like strep throat could trigger a reaction that seems like arthritis, mm-hmm. but it will go away after six weeks. Okay. So after waiting the six-week period, Brooklyn had MRIs on her jaw, on her wrists, and it was determined that she's had arthritis for at least a year. Mm-hmm. And we just we just had no idea. Why on her jaw? Was it hurting at that time? It wasn't hurting. Her rheumatologist looked at her, had her open her jaw, and said, this side isn't opening as far as the other side. Interesting. They do like a very comprehensive exam every time you go in, you know, 
rolling your ankles, rolling your wrists, looking at your face. If you have arthritis, the side that has arthritis actually grows faster than the other side. So that's one way that you can tell if there's some asymmetry. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. It happens in a lot of younger children that have arthritis in their knees. Mm-hmm. One side will start growing faster. And that's I've the side s- with arthritis. I've seen that. And I did not understand what that was. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to go back, if you don't mind. And you said the doctor put his finger on her wrist and one was mm-hmm. warm or one was hot and one was not. Right. What is that about? Inflammation of some sort? Yep. So the side that is hot is inflamed and you can actually feel the heat coming off of it. And sometimes it will look puffy or inflamed, but sometimes you can't really see it, mm-hmm. and, but you can feel the heat coming off of it. Oh my goodness. That's very so interesting. you give her temperature checks now? You just, she, we you, do. You walk up and she's like, here, <laughs> let me just put my hands all over you. Do yep. you know how to check yourself now, Brooklyn? Something. Mm-hmm. You put your finger where it's hurting. Yeah. And if yeah. it feels like it's hot. And it means it might be kind of flaring up at that point? Yeah. Okay. And so what do you do if it's hot and it hurts? Well, I put like a heating pad on it or something or take a warm bath like that. And that helps the uh, with the hurt? Yeah, usually. But, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you for telling us about that. Thank yeah. you. And it's kind of counterintuitive. Before we went to the doctor, we were icing everything. Yeah, I thought that as she said, warm water or, or mm-hmm. yeah. And that actually can cause it to hurt more. It causes your joints to become stiff, which is, of course, the worst thing for arthritis. So the heat helps to warm up your joints and helps them to move more fluidly. Mm-hmm. So we use heat. We use CBD oils and lotions and mm-hmm. things like that to help her now. What all have we found that works for people with arthritis? And hold on just a second. For people who are just joining us now, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus. And we're talking with our guests uh, Jessica Warpool and Brooklyn Warpool. Brooklyn is the, what is it called? The junior? The youth honoree. The, the youth honoree for the Arthritis Foundation's Walk to Cure Arthritis this year. So what have we found that is effective in, in easing pain and helping people with arthritis feel better and move better? So the Arthritis Foundation has funded a lot of studies using donations, and they have found that methotrexate, which was formerly only used with cancer patients, Mm -hmm. helps um, in small doses. Mm -hmm. So Brooklyn currently takes an injection of methotrexate once a week. Mm -hmm. We give it to her or she gives it to herself. And um, some people then move past methotrexate into different biologics like Enbrel. And beyond medications... We have found that a chiropractor can help doing different adjustments. And Brooklyn was on a restricted diet, which, I mean, as soon as she went on, like, the gluten-free, soy-free, different diets, um, we cleansed her body of any heavy metal toxicity, and her pain completely went away, I think, in conjunction with With medication. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so give people an idea what that means. You said cleanse your body of the heavy metals, gluten-free, all of this. So what would that be? What would the diet look like? So... What do you eat, Brooklyn? Gluten-free. What were you doing with gluten-free? Um, I <laughs> ate hash browns in the morning. Hash browns. Potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just no wheats. Um, soy is basically in everything, so that's hard to get away from. But just eating... More whole foods, more natural 
vegetables, fruits, and with the heavy metal toxicity, we gave her cilantro baths, which helped to pull the metals out of her body. It I've never really bad. <laughs> it smells awful. It smells like a stinky bug, stink bug, right? <laughs> a cilantro bath. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of that. Where did you find mm, that? Our chiropractor. She's amazing. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> so what do you have to do? Put a bunch of cilantro in your bathtub? Literally? Essential oils. Oh, essential yeah. oils. Drop it in there. And it's not your favorite smell, huh, Brooklyn? <laughs> She's like, no, it's very stinky. <laughs> but it helped you feel better, didn't it? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Okay, so n- now where are you guys? And what does your life look like? You on this diet? You're going to stay on this same eating healthy, all this good stuff for you? And what does your daily life look like? Are you back to doing the things you wanted to do before? Can you throw a football? Yeah, she's actually a pitcher for her softball team. What? So it's pretty amazing to go from, I mean, she couldn't even move her, her wrist. She was constantly guarding her wrist. Yeah. And then to be her team's pitcher, it's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me how much difference this has made in your life. Because you felt really bad at first and you hurt, right? And now you're, you're the pitcher on the team? How fantastic is that? How do you feel being able to walk out and do the things that a kid loves to do because of help from like the Arthritis Foundation and doctors and medicines? You want to tell tell them thank you? Tell them how you feel because of that? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you want to thank? Were you nervous at first to go talk to doctors and see doctors and go for visits and stuff like that? And then you started realizing how good they were to you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people probably would be. So what are you hoping we do as we're telling people about the Arthritis Foundation and the Walk to Cure Arthritis? What do you hope people will do? We just want everybody to know that children can have arthritis too. And is it a fun thing when kids get arthritis? No. (laughs) No, not at all. Tell them how it feels when a kid gets arthritis. It feels like really like you can't do anything. It feels miserable. Do you hurt? Yeah, it hurts a lot. Like wherever you... Your whatever joint has the inflammation, it hurts to move it, and yeah. So what did you do when you couldn't move around very much, and you had that six weeks, and you were waiting and waiting and waiting to see what on earth was going on? What did you do? Well, I literally didn't move that much. Like, I quit soccer because I had, like, a, um, um, what is it called? The MRI or the steroid no, shot? No, the thing that you put on, what is it called? Like a brace? Yeah. You were wearing a brace after your st- steroid shots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you quit soccer. You didn't move? Did you just lie down in your room and just stay there? Yeah, basically. I, I, well, I, when I didn't go to school, I just laid on the couch and yeah. didn't move. And that's no life for a kid, is it? No. So... Do you want to tell the Arthritis Foundation and people who work for the Arthritis Foundation, do you want to give them any special message for all the work they do? They work really hard. And they help kids like you. You've been great. Thank you for talking with us. Okay, I'm going to talk to your mom for just a couple more minutes, and then we'll wrap up, okay? Okay. So that was Brooklyn. And uh, if you go to the the, uh, Walk to Cure Arthritis page, you're going to see Brooklyn and... um, you're going to see Jessica. You're going to see the Warpool name everywhere. 
because <laughs> this family is active. Now, so you've gone from just this past September, not knowing that kids could get arthritis, to now she's the youth honoree for this year. So you guys have had a big learning curve. What do you want people to know who are listening? I want them to know that their um, donations that they make to the Arthritis Foundation really do affect children. Um, it gives the Arthritis Foundation the ability to send out a care package when you're first diagnosed, mm -hmm. which has Champ the Bear in it. <laughs> it has um, a book for parents telling them all about arthritis. It also allows children to attend different camps. They have um, It's been held virtually for the past few years, but they have juvenile camps. And so they're not sitting there at home or lying on the couch, right? hurting and alone, alone. and isolated exactly because they can't go to school. Yeah. And that was the biggest um, hurdle I think that we faced that we didn't know anybody else who had arthritis, any children with arthritis. Right. So it felt very isolating. Mm -hmm. She felt alone and she felt like the only kid that had arthritis because we didn't have that support system at first. Mm-hmm. And um, just being hooked up with the foundation allowed us to meet some other children. Um, we attended the Jingle Ball Run in December, and she got to meet some kids who have arthritis. So just let her know that she's not alone and that there's a lot of people that are helping to support this arthritis need. Mm -hmm. So the things that the Arthritis Foundation helped with were giving you information. I bet you devoured that book they sent home. Yes. Bet you devoured it. Mm -hmm. So information, uh, the bear to help to help you feel better and to help ease your pain, and the social network basically. Yes. So none. So you all did not feel so isolated and alone in dealing with the situation, mm -hmm. and the medicines and the research. Yes, the foundation has funded these research uh, programs that allowed them to find. Uh, that methotrexate was effective on kids who have arthritis or adults as well that have arthritis. Because, and, again, you said that you, that was formerly used as a cancer drug. Right. And this is just within the past maybe 30 years that they've been using it right. to treat arthritis. And then new things all the time. Yes. And they're actually coming out or they're trying to... For, formulate a um, arthritis vaccination that will help stop inflammation and um, regenerate and repair cells within the body. So what happens if arthritis is untreated? Is Does it damage? Yes. So um, in, like in Brooklyn's case, she had arthritis for a year and we just didn't know. We thought her pains were normal growing pains. And you know, it, we've used the term for years. And, and that, that slows us down in finding out what's going on a right. lot of times. Yeah, because you just attribute aches growing and pains, pains to growing pains. And it turns out that she had it in her wrists. And um, when they did the R MRI, they found out that some of the bone was actually um, starting to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. So if we could have yeah. known and understood this earlier, uh, potentially, we could have stopped that because you can't repair bone once it's gone. Mm-hmm. So now we're moving forward with hopefully a vaccine right. to prevent it, to prevent that situation of finding out, surprise, you or someone you love has arthritis, and surprise, mm -hmm. there's damage that's been yeah. done, 
And it, you can't fix that at this point. Right. Okay, so we're going to, the, the website, if somebody needs more information, because I'm thinking that it's a possibility with as many people who might be hearing this, mm-hmm. that somebody goes, oh my goodness, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Where do they go to get more information or to find out how to help? So you can go to the Arthritis Foundation um, to get more information. Anything else that I've neglected to ask, because you guys know what you know. We just want to spread awareness that children have arthritis too. And, you know, if you have an idea that maybe someone has arthritis, point them in the right direction of um, a rheumatologist because there are a lot of families that go through years and years of pain and not knowing what it is. They get referred to different doctors and it's not the correct doctor. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. we're big advocates for the rheumatology and um, have it checked out. Yeah, have it checked out. That we have a happy ending girl here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's smiling. She's moving around. She's not just lying on this couch (laughs) holding a teddy bear or something, right? Love it. Thank you guys for coming in. Good job. Thank you. We're also going to post those. <laughs> we're also going to post those links on our Focus Facebook page. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus.